I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. Follow the birdie for today's GeoQuiz. No, seriously, we're tracking a bird called the northern white ear. That's what the little songbird sounds like. It's the northern wheat ear, rather. We've posted photos at theworld.org so you can see what it looks like. What's interesting about the wheat ear is it has one of the longest flight paths of any songbird in the world. It stretches from Siberia and the Canadian Arctic all the way to the middle of Africa. Scientists have figured that out by attaching tiny geolocators to the birds, then mapping out their long flights. The devices are fitted on the birds in one of their breeding grounds. That's on the largest island in Canada, which is what we want you to name. Final hint, this island is part of the territory of Nunavut. Okay, no time to waste. We have a lot of mileage to cover. Ryan Norris is one of the scientists tracking the wheat ear's extremely long migration. Wheat ears are about 25 grams, so to put that in perspective, they'd be less than two tablespoons of salt. Uh, This bird will have a nest, um, lay eggs, raise those young to independence, then replace its feathers before it migrates, most of its feathers, and then migrate a couple months, and then spend another couple months migrating back up. So overall, these birds are spending three to four months on migration out of the entire year. And uh, how far does that two tablespoons of salt weight bird fly when it heads south for the winter? Well, the wheat ear breeds from Siberia to Greenland. But the really interesting thing is that two populations have colonized North America, one from the east and one from the west. Those populations travel to Africa. So we're talking thousands, maybe even ten thousands of miles. The population breeding in central Alaska travels 14,500 kilometers one way. 9,000 miles or so. And then does it all over again the following spring. Wow. Map that trail for us. Where do they start? Where do they end up? So they breed in central Alaska. They cross the Bering Strait. They go through Siberia, through Kazakhstan, and then over the Arabian Desert and winter somewhere in Uganda, Kenya. That's pretty extraordinary. It is amazing. The population breeding in the eastern Canadian Arctic that we also tracked doesn't migrate as far as the Alaskan population. It also winters down in sub-Saharan Africa. But the amazing thing that population does is cross the North Atlantic on a multi-day migration. They start up in Iqaluit in on Baffin Island, which is in the eastern Canadian Arctic, and they stop over in, on the southern tip of Greenland and then migrate across the North Atlantic to the United Kingdom and then head directly south, cross the Mediterranean. And then the last feat that they have to accomplish is crossing the Sahara Desert. And then they end up in places like uh, Senegal and Mali for a while? Yeah. The Eastern Canadian Arctic population is primarily wintering in Western Africa. So when I'm in Senegal next week uh, covering the elections there, should I be on the lookout for weed ears? Well, good luck, because the other interesting thing about this population is actually thousands of weed ears have been marked, not with geolocators, but with color leg bands to identify them. Thousands have been marked in Europe and in Russia, but not one has been recited in Africa. Why is it? Well, it's just kind of analogous to looking for a needle in a haystack, really. It's an amazing feat. And what we don't know quite yet is how these birds actually do it. By kind of breaking these records for a migratory, a land bird, 
it kind of opens the door to say, well, how did the how are these birds actually able to do this? How are they able to cross the Atlantic twice a year? How are they able to um, go over deserts and large bodies of water, etc.? And we just don't know the answer to that question yet. I mean, when are you going to get an answer? Do you think that mystery will ever be solved? The best we can do right now is piece together what we know about how they use fat and muscle to migrate and how organ sizes change during migration, they shrink. We have some really good clues to that effect. We just don't know how specifically this weedier, this 25-gram bird, makes this kind of epic journey each year. Ryan Norris is an ecologist. He studies animal migration at the University of Guelph in Ontario. And Baffin Island, part of the Canadian territory of Nunavut, is the answer to our geo quiz.